Oh, wait, good God. It never fails. We get started. I don't realize anybody's there. The goat is doing something stupid because, you know, that's what we do. Hello, creepy crawlies. <laughs> I can see you guys backstage. You know that, right? Can we go ahead and just bring them in? Hello, creepy crawlies. And welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> The goat. Ladies. I, I like oh. the goat. He is our friend. Mm. Bye, man. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'll put him away. I promise. <laughs> no Every chickens. time the goat, it kills me. Uh, also, we have we really need to rework that intro. We we need to we need Magda in there. We need. Ooh, um, no. I agree. We need to rework I, that intro. Yeah, it's time. We need some pictures of Magda, and <sighs> I promise that we are going to get into your neck of the woods very soon. Um, I, I think a lot of people might not realize that Magda and us are in that we're in totally different areas. So we're not we're not far away, but we're not no. exactly close either. So not it's about door. what is it? It's a it's about a three or four hour hike uh, for us to get to. A four hour drive usually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go ahead and start by saying, first of all, thank you for joining us. This is going to be a little bit different because normally we are live, not in front of a studio audience, but live. You're alive? And to, oh, no. <laughs> Did you say alive? Anybody, does anybody watch this live? <laughs> I, yes. Yes. Honestly, I can say yes because I can I can say Eli watches this live. We're sorry, Eli. Mm. We should have told you. We should have let you jump in. We should have done this live, but we were not because hopefully we'll when start you paying are, Yeah, I know. We're going to pay, pay Eli. <laughs> Eli. Normally like Mr. Fish joins in. We have a, we have some fans who join us live and that mm -hmm. fan base is growing. At least we told them this is not live. This is pre-recorded. So they're not sitting there like Hi. commenting, being like, why aren't they <laughs> putting any of my comments? <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and put your comments on there because we will answer after the fact. Mm -hmm. So when you're watching this, hopefully the bulk of us will be at goth dad's show at vision video show dancing our, hopefully we'll be dancing the night away. Um, let's see. Hopefully, Lauren and I will have been, and Kat, you know, you're welcome to always join in anything that we do like this, but Kat, we should be at um, Haywood Comic Con, and we will be doing a panel on women in horror, which is kind of our go-to. Our favorite panel to do, yes. Our favorite panel. It's a lot of fun. We always get a lot of really good questions, and we always hope that's an interactive panel, but... Um, Let's see, uh, the Crows will be playing Friday night. So hopefully all of these things you will have experienced and you can join us and go, yes, we saw you there. But I'm hoping that we will be dancing the night away when you are watching this. Speaking of cons, just just if we ever end up at a convention together, we have got to do the Batman cosplays. Magda, you've got to do Poison Ivy. The, the <laughs> green eyeshadow for me tonight, the whole time I'm looking at you, I'm just like, it's Poison Ivy. Guys, guys, look, it's Poison Ivy. Um, oh, okay. Poison I, Ivy was what you thought of because the first thing that came to my mind when I put it on was, oh no, I look like Endora from Bewitched. I um, love that yeah. too. <laughs> I love Endora, so you're that's perfectly welcome too. I do believe many, many moons ago, I actually suggested to Kat that we should do, we should get her in a Batgirl cosplay. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's oh not her. 
<laughs> yeah. Kat's not a con girl. So, I mean, but that's, I'm sorry. That's, I can that see that. Delicious. Wouldn't it though? <laughs> I, it was... You're saying Batgirl? Is that I... Batgirl? Oh, Batgirl. Yeah. She's a glorious redhead. Mm-hmm. Is. I love doing hair. Batman villains. They're so recognizable. Mm-hmm. Like I love doing the Penguin. That's one of my favorite cosplays. It's I'm going to say that I love wearing the Catwoman and I hate wearing the Catwoman. It is so <laughs> addicting. I, I'm, I'm sitting here and I have been debating all week long so far. I'm like, am I going to be Catwoman at the con on Saturday? And then I'm like... Am I gonna be Catwoman at the con on Saturday? Because I know it's like that's a whole lot of like latex and rubber, and <sighs> it's a lot of that. That's gonna be hot. There's like mm-hmm. there's it's a mess. <laughs> Do you remember the convention? There. <laughs> Do you remember the last convention we all went to together? The and it, like the air conditioning was out, and it was just hot and mm. sweat at a con where it's already like bunches of people smushed together in a small space. <laughs> oh yeah. Um and there was no air conditioning. It was great. It was, was that the lovely. one by the airport? That one? Is that the same one? Probably. Yes, yes that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yes, cuz that one was hot. Um and those of us who frequent Did y'all hear me burp? I am so sorry. That was so <laughs> that's okay. Like, I don't think no, I do it again. Do it again. Do it. <laughs> I don't think I can. Oh, come on. You can't okay. burp on command? <laughs> okay. Is that? Okay. Oh, well done. Yeah. All right. I can, but. You know. Oh, man. I, I was trying to. Be... All right. Now you've stepped into it. I want to at least hear A, B, C, D. A. <laughs> oh, You're sorry. welcome. Anybody else want to burp? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is. I'm such a lady. <laughs> But I've got a naughty toe sticking out of my sock. <laughs> Make them pay for the feet pics. What the hell? It's my goal. It's my favorite socks. Oh, my no. golden girl socks. Got a, I don't know what happened here, but I've got one that's just decided to come out of its chill Somebody. there. Somebody is going to screenshot your toe coming out of that thing, and that is going directly to their uh, bank of choice for the later oh. evening. Look, if you're going to put it on OnlyFeet, I want some Look, here's the thing. We've looked at OnlyFeet before, and I will say it's not OnlyFeet, because you will see feet with, like, a schlong in the That means that the holy day of a fairly obscure Romano-British uh, 5th century saint 
becomes a uh, countrywide debauched celebration of all things stereotypically Irish, including oddly Irish folklore. That would be St. Patrick's Day. Celtic myths and mythological creatures are surprisingly well known all over the world, considering what small countries they come from. Uh, Irish fairy tales are all over, and people know all of these bizarre and interesting creatures like um, the Banshee, Kelpies, Pukas, Selkies, and Leprechauns. Leprechauns have been incorporated into the popular consciousness of this entire country, which is a bit strange. And the story behind them is even stranger. Um, so a leprechaun, we all know what a leprechaun is. It's a, a fairy. It's a, in Irish Gaelic, it's called a she fairy. We do have photos. We do, we do. So if we could, I see, this is what we think of when we think it's of fish. the leprechaun. We think of the wee I know, it's Mr. Fish. With the wig coat and, and all of that and usually has red hair. Not sure what he's drinking. Absinthe, it looks like. That'll be fun. Mm. Green fairy. Oh, you like know what? Yeah, green fairy. Oh, that makes sense. I like that. But that's not what they're known for. No, 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 definitely not. But mm. <laughs> as I said, it, the character is uh, is commonly depicted as just that uh, a wee bearded man who's uh, clad in some sort of green ensemble and usually has a waistcoat with buckles all over the place and a top hat. I see we had a, a shamrock on his hat as well, which is apparently quite also a thing that, that's associated with St. Patrick and with leprechauns. However, the thing is, in traditional tales, uh, they're shoemakers. They make shoes, literally. Um, and fancifully enough, uh, they're usually most likely detected by the sound of tapping. You could hear a little of them working on their shoes with their wee hands. Oh, like cobbling. Um, there's actually like... a poem. Mm -hmm. They were cobblers, they were, they were shoemakers. There's actually a poem from the 18th century uh, by William Allingham. It's literally called The Leprechaun. And uh, the beginning of the poem is, lay your ear close to the hill. Do you not catch the tiny clamor? Busy click of an elfin hammer, voice of leprechaun singing shrill as he merrily plies his trade. So, in the beginning, he was nothing but a wee little shoemaker. Uh, a bit mischievous, but uh, nothing terrible beyond that. Um, in addition to the signature look, you know, the green and all of that, that's their biggest thing, is being known for loving mischief-making, causing troubles to humans as much as they possibly can. Uh, so it's like leprechauns and Loki. They love mischief. They wear <laughs> green. They're tricksters. Aye. Um, I see that. That's a bit. I mean, did, would you really trust that creature, especially a wee one of that staring at you? I don't know if I, I would. I, I think I would. That way, he looked kind of wholesome, which mm. is kind of interesting because we do depict it. I mean, although it is fae, we mm -hmm. do can we do uh, excuse me depict uh, leprechauns as being benevolent, wholesome creatures. Mm -hmm. Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> According to legends, uh, they're not to be trusted. Uh, they love playing tricks on people. On the other side of the coin, however, uh, that deviousness also makes them inordinately lucky. And that look is what most people seek out the leprechaun for in the first place. Because if you're crafty enough to be able to catch one, they're supposed to give you three wishes, at least traditionally. 
the leprechaun is unique to Ireland, but the whole concept is an archetype that exists in just about every culture. There's some tiny wee creature of some sort that has supernatural abilities and luck and guile and the sort in just about every culture around the world has something similar to it. Um, the traces of leprechaun legend actually date back to about the 8th century. Uh, the character that we know today is likely an, a combination of two Irish creatures. Let's see if I can pronounce these correctly. Uh, the Lucrepan and the Clurican. Over the centuries, elements associated with both the Lucrepan and the Clurican have been mixed together to create the sort of creature and the concept of the leprechaun that we know now, that the thing with the, all of the bits and pieces that mix together. Uh, the first written um, instance of a leprechaun comes from the saga of Fergus MacLeity, which is a, co a collection of uh, adventures of an Ulster king of Ireland. It tells the tale of little men that try to drag the king into the ocean after he falls asleep on the beach. When they're captured by him, they offer him three wishes if he will release them. But in the end, they actually managed to trick him into giving up his throne. Ooh. The word leprechaun has oh. a few possible origins. We have questions. It's... Oh, I There's questions. Go, go. There's questions, questions already. Okay. Questions, do you see? Okay, yes, I do. Okay, so in reference to the wishes, um, mm -hmm. I've heard different things regarding about kept, um, capturing the leprechaun, creating the leprechaun trap. Um, that if you... So would you consider a leprechaun to be along the lines of a djinn and that they will try to trick you with the wishes? Oh, that's what my question was going to be. Sorry. I still no, yeah, I love it. We're like on board with you the have to, same brainness. Continue. Yeah, I was like, do you have to be oddly specific? Do you have to completely spell out what you want? Or is I, it? Oh, okay. The, uh, that is the the main trick when it comes to the she in general and especially leprechauns is that when you make a wish you have to be extremely specific you have to say exactly what it is that you're looking for because they will find a way around it they will find a way to twist your words they will find a way to make it a monkey's paw sort of situation where whatever you wished you may have gotten it technically but it wasn't what you were thinking and whenever possible they will win that's that's just it. They will win. They will trick you in any way possible. They will take things from you, including your life. They will drag you under and make you live with them under the hills and where the, the rest of the Tuatha Dé Danann, the, the she, the fairy people live. Tuatha Dé Danann just literally means the people under the hills. So, But are they alive the with the sound of music? Sorry. Oh, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> There's a lot of singing, apparently, from what I understand. So there's that. But no, they will most assuredly trick you, if at all possible. So it's like, word it like a Jeopardy thing. Like, you mm -hmm. know how Jeopardy, yeah. What is, <laughs> da, 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 da. you have to like very specifically be like, I mm -hmm. wish mm -hmm. to have in my hand, have on oh. my hand, <laughs> not in not my hand. In my hand. <laughs> like, you gotta really be careful. Okay. I definitely. So the other thing that I had always heard about the leprechauns and the wishes is um, a lot of people capture them for um, their their purses. That so there's usually mm -hmm. two purses. One is a silver coin and one is a gold coin. But either way, what you choose, you don't really get to keep. Gold turns mm -hmm. to ash, and the silver returns to them. 
my mother told me that like many, many moons ago. So there's all sorts of different teals that as far as say like the, 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 the pot of gold or the silver or the gold coins, a lot of that comes from the idea of the she having treasures of one form or another that they end up using in order to either trick or bargain their way out of being captured in the first place. And they will offer it to you, but that's when you'll actually get it in the end. They'll find some way that to trick you into it. It won't be real gold. It'll be fool's gold. It'll turn to ash or that sort of thing. Just generally don't trust the thing is really the takeaway from that one, I would say. So um, what you're saying is follow the wisps. <sighs> See, uh, don't follow the wisps. No, we've had this oh. conversation, Lauren. <laughs> I just want you to say it. You had to say don't follow the wisps, my lovers, <laughs> my darling children. Don't follow the wisps. If you love, if you love me at all, don't follow the wisps, please. We're following. We'll have that conversation. Oh, wicked child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. If we see wisps, we're going to be like, ah, follow the wisps. <laughs> and she was never heard from again. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Speaking of some of the darker sides. The word leprechaun has several possible origins. Uh, the most widely accepted one is simply a combination of two old Irish words. Uh, those words coming from the lupercan, I guess how it's pronounced, lucurpan, 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 which is two words, uh, lu and corp, which simply means small body. So little wee man, wee person. That makes sense. So little person, Lucrepan becomes leprechaun when you mix it in with Cluricon. So it's a bit of a mix. But there's a darker and more depressing version of the possibility of this. It involves wordplay. Lu has two meanings, depending upon how it's spelled and how you say it. It could mean small, but it could also be referring to one of the most important of their pantheon of gods the god Lu, who is the king of the fairies. So if you say Lucarpan, it could mean small body, or it could be referring to Lu himself, made small, made shrunken, and thus has power and importance taken away from him. So he becomes this stripped down to a tiny little harmless elf. So When you said... Uh... When you said it was two different words that made the word leprechaun, I was like, leper? leper? <laughs> and then the other half of it is con. Yeah. That's where my brain went. My, my, my brain went straight to leper because I was thinking like leper colonies. I, I, you know, I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking the illness. Lucorpan. Yeah. Lucorpan. It's Lucorpan. two words. Lucorpan. So now, hi, it's you, small he, body. Corpus body. Lu means, means small. You keep and referencing another one. Um, um, the Chlorican. Yes. This one's fun. I quite like this one. The Chlorican is a solitary household fairy. Uh, it's It haunts wine cellars. Which That's is, my uh, kind it, of fairy. I think well, that might be me. By the fact that this wee sprite's favorite thing in the world is alcohol. And it loves yep, to drink. that's me. And like the, <laughs> the, the leprechaun that we think of now, it's more silly. It's it like trickery and sort of pranks more not not anything dangerous just it's fun and drunken and ridiculous and dancing about um they're usually dressed in green 
which is also where the leprechaun gets its tendency towards being dressed in green because actually originally leprechauns were not dressed in green they were dressed in red and gold Um, santa (laughs) there's a um a poem let me see in a no it wasn't a poem sorry it was uh i see in a legends and stories anthology that was uh printed in 1831 uh they were referred to as quite bow in dress Notwithstanding, for he wears a red square-cut coat, richly laced with gold and inexpressible of the same, a cocked hat, shoes with buckles. So, sort of ratty hat and ratty shoes, but a beautiful coat that's covered in gold braid and, and, and oh. gold fibers through all of it. So Why ratty that. shoes? I thought the oh. leprechauns were like cobblers. I don't know. I really don't. So the basic concept that we have in our head is not necessarily a leprechaun, but it's a clericon. Is that what you're mm-hmm. calling him? So the Clericon. Yeah. So the creature that we associate with lucky charms mm-hmm. is I mean, that's what, think about it. That's what we all know leprechauns Hi. from is um much closer name? to the Cluricon. Lucky. Yeah, Cluricon. Lucky. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Much much closer to the Cluricon. See, uh, all of it... my leprechaun knowledge comes from Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where I've learned all of my le- He has to stop and clean the shoes before he mm. can continue killing people. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's where I not, get my knowledge from. That's not far off from certain um, she that are known to be able to be tricked by dropping salt or sugar or sand in front of them. They have to stop whatever they're doing, no matter how horrid, and count the greens. I knew that one. Okay. So, that's almost like vampires. That's that's mm-hmm. traditional vampire glory. Uh, was it vampire right, that's, rice? Yes. That's a standard was... for Fae in general. That's a standard one coming from most Celtic. Is there something you can do to distract them? You can give them a bowl of cream. You can um, surround yourself with salt you can throw salt on the ground uh, and iron also is another one that's considered to be something that is anathema to them they don't want to be anywhere near it iron has but, been around as like a, a deterrent for the all of the uh creatures mm-hmm. for, like it's mm-hmm. uh ghosts apparently mm-hmm. everyone says that, you know ghosts and uh leprechauns and any kind of fey really don't like iron mm-hmm. i think the only thing i can think of that's like Okay with iron is vampires and werewolves. Maybe mummies. Are they though? Well, like silver is werewolf's thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then like vampires, wooden stakes. Or I I guess it doesn't really depending on the mythology. Yeah, yeah, true. I still think that there was like a vampire out there and they were just like, yeah, no, uh, uh, we we definitely can't go out in the sun. Yeah, vampires can't go out. Said, oh look, I'm gonna go sunbathing. That like they the vampires made up all the mythology about vampires. <laughs> we don't like garlic. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's coming over for spaghetti night? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think sorry. the strangest oh, thing that I discovered. Oh, did you have something, Donna? Yes, uh, believe it or yeah. not, I do have comments that are coming in. They're just oh. not. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Vampire Lore says, nail it down with iron. Oh. So, and I believe that the concept of iron being um, 
I think the most recent version that we've seen is if you have watched Maleficent, Maleficent, either one of the Maleficent movies, Maleficent being a fairy, um, she has an issue. She has, uh, she can't touch iron. Iron is the one thing that really kind of depletes her um, abilities. <laughs> but um, I remember that because I was just watching it the other night because I love that movie. But yes, so iron evidently um, is an issue with vampires as well. Okay. Huh. Sorry to derail the oh, no. show there. No, you're fine. Back to you, Magda. All right. Likely the most interesting thing about leprechauns I found was attempting to see exactly how they became associated with St. Patrick. It doesn't seem to make much sense at all to me. And it's it's almost tragic, actually, why in the first place. Um, it entirely had to do with the fact that uh, at the time, around the turn of the 20th century, they were not popular. The Irish were very much discriminated against and the amount of mm -hmm. cultural bigotry towards them was deadly, actually. Um, and then of all things, a book came out. Darby O'Gill and the Good People was the name of the book and it came out in 1903. And for some reason, it just captured the attention of the American public and they loved it. It was a, a roaring story, an adventure about a, an old man who captures a leprechaun and all of the bizarre things that happen to him throughout dealing with this leprechaun. Later on, that same book actually became a Disney movie in the 1950s, and that just launched it even that much further. And considering yeah. just how not popular they were, there's no strangeness that they would, that the Irish in the United States would latch on to this and sort of bring it forward as, look, look, we're fabulous, you know. And they incorporated it along with the parades and St. Patrick's Day and all things green and so on and so forth. And it was anything they could find to make the Irish seem like better people to be next door to. Yes, dear. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to hold on. <laughs> it's like I'm back in school. Um, so Lauren was making a face that she did not recognize the Disney movie. So Never it was Darby O'Gillis and the Little People. Little People. I, oh, yeah. I should have said, yes. The book is Darby O'Gill and the Good People. The movie was called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Still never heard of it. Uh, actually, Which... one of Sean Connery's first. Yes. Uh, appearances to the oh. the american public he sings in it no less that's like musical. watching the remake of babes in toyland where it's drew barrymore and keanu reeves and there's like singing parts and you're like look at how young they are they're singing okay sorry <laughs> wasn't there that's a banshee in that in, there in Dark, was and because i understand that banshee was extremely creepy Oh, she was delightful. Mm. I, uh, well, <laughs> she was fun. She was lovely. Uh, well, as with leprechauns, Banshee, for some reason, is something that's just captured the American attention. And Banshee, what's quite amusing in the Gaelic, it literally just means woman fairy. Ban means woman. She means fairy. So it's just Banshee, woman fairy is all it means. And there's not just one. There's multiples there are certain families that have a banshee that fits their particular families they're just very tragic and pathetic characters their entire purpose in life is to be a bad omen that's all they are they show up and if they show up if you hear them screaming through the moors someone's going to die 
that's just the end of it. Someone will die. And likely the first person to hear it is supposed to be the one that is the, the focus of that banshee's wail. She's wailing because she doesn't want to be what she is. She doesn't have a choice about the matter. So she just walks through the moors wailing sadly about death. Like, ma'am, ma'am, you are a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you would stop being depressed and screaming, people would stop dying. Just, just stop. I didn't snort. I totally snorted. Just as a matter of fact, if you've ever wondered what a male fairy would be, that would be a far she. Oh. So there you are. I thought Far okay. means Smut man. Books. So far she and banshee. Okay, so, all right, it's, okay, so you keep saying she as mm -hmm. the fairy aspect of mm -hmm. it. However, my brain is going to she as in female. No, okay. no, S-I-D-H-E is how it oh, was spelled. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's pronounced she, S-I-D-H-E. Okay, all right. I've been mispronouncing that my entire life. I'm over here like, Sid? <laughs> <laughs> I learning the the pronunciations in Gaelic can be a, a bit of a trick, but w unlike English, once you know how to pronounce something, it's always pronounced that way. Always, it helps. Unlike English. Unlike, unlike English. English, where baloney rhymes with pony, but there's. <laughs> it's like you take English from the time you're like five until you're twenty-five, and you still don't know English. <laughs> Exactly. Mm. The very fact that we have spelling bees in our language is just stunning to every other <laughs> language on the face we, of the planet. We still don't know how to spell our own words. I mean, geez. it's a competition. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we use our phone? Oh, Autocorrect? I remember doing those as a kid. Those are always nerve wracking for me because I, I won spell... one. Ah. No, I did not win one. No, me neither. Never. Me neither. I was always out on like round two. It was like, ah, you're done. Mm, I, mm. It's not impressive that I won one because I was like a small child at the time. And I think that the word that like stopped me was something like cat. I don't know. <laughs> I think the thing I find most fascinating about leprechauns in general is that they're mostly ignored in Ireland. There are no... Uh, no one pays the mind. They're just one amongst dozens and dozens of random little creatures that are said to occupy every nook and cranny of the entire country. So no one thinks twice about it. But in the United States, they're all over the place for one reason or another. Last year, I discovered there is a new trend on St. Patrick's Day of these little tidbits, these little toys that you can get called leprechaun traps that you set out. Yes! I'd never heard of this in my life and I thought, you know, my mum's Irish. So of course I had to poke at her. We, we jokingly refer to my mum as the leprechaun because she's about four <laughs> foot ten. Oh, wow. Tiny little violent Irish lady. Violent <laughs> Irish lady. <laughs> I love her all. Love her to bits. And so we have jokingly referred to her as the leprechaun Mostly behind her back. But, <laughs> what is so the, the bait in these traps? I don't know. I think one of them had like a shamrock in it. Another had like a little chocolate coin. I, I don't recall. But when I found it, I had to take pictures of it and send it to all my siblings and say, oh, for the love of God, look out for mom this year. Oh, no. You know. Ooh, piece of candy. Lucky charms. <laughs> it's a bowl of lucky charms. Mm, mm. Oh, no. They're magically delicious. 
I should have made rice crispy treats with the Lucky Charms marshmallows in them for the show. And I didn't think about it until right now. Mm, Those would be nice. But as as you see, breakfast cereal, exactly. You see, this particular (laughs) thing is on breakfast cereal. He's got breakfast cereal. He's the mascot of um, several uh, sports teams have him as a mascot. I love and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notre like Dame and Boston Celtics. They Celtics? Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And then, of course, the one I've been waiting to mention. He is even the central villain of a horror film franchise, <gasps> which I've been waiting to poke at Lauren to know yes. all about, because I have to admit, I've no watched them. <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed <laughs> to admit I've not watched them. When I, I was younger, many years. Been, yeah, you've been many years? Ago. Many I was years. obsessed with them, specifically Lepre- the one that's Leprechaun in Space. When I was <laughs> younger, I watched that thing on repeat over and over again. I don't know why. I don't even remember it at this point. Did you watch it? No. The, in, in Space? space? <laughs> in How space. the hell does a Leprechaun get in space? At the end, he blows up, <laughs> but his, like, his hands comes floating through the space and goes... <laughs> I specifically remember that. And as a kid, that was the funniest thing in the world to me. I have to ask. So if it's only his hand, is he is he like a starfish? Well he gets does does he regenerate from his hand? Well, in the first movie, I did go back and I rewatched uh almost all of the first movie. By the way, watched it on my laptop at like two times speed. So everyone was talking like this and was really really fast. It was because I was trying (laughs) I had very limited time to watch this. Yes. He does get his hand out. There you go. Oh my God. With a Why gag. Ball? A ball gag. What? <laughs> 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 Leprechaun's kinky? I don't think I want to oh, know what's going on in that Lord. scene. I think There's... that was the second one, if I remember correct. Am I wrong? Please, somebody correct I me. I don't recognize it from the first one, at least. I'm going to go back and rewatch all of them at I'm this sorry. point. Like, Leprechaun I forgot how finish. much I love these movies. There's um, the top part of the only feet picture. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, his hand does oh, get Lord. cut off in the door at one point and it like crawls back over to him and he puts it back on and like continues killing people, continues his mayhem of mayhemness. Uh, but yeah, I <laughs> I was cackling. I forgot how silly these movies are. I was expecting horror, horror, you know, like I, I last time I'd seen him, I don't even know how old I was. And so I sat down and it's stuff like he's going after people and he's on a little tricycle. Oh, he found a kid's car and he's driving down the street and he's pulled over by a police officer. And I was cackling at just the silliness that ensued in these movies. And I was like, I see. I see why this got so many like little follow-up movies. They were hilarious. Right. So, uh, Galactic yeah. scoundrels. <laughs> Um, was, that be hmm? was that a real movie that just popped up? Was that it's like probably a- from one of the movies? They do oh lots of little oh, callbacks God. and things like that to it. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so I must ask what exactly is the premise of these films? Does someone okay, so- awaken the evil leprechaun? In the beginning of the first one, there's this guy comes home and he's like, Baby, pack up the house. We're going, we're rich. We're in. She's like, you're drunk again. He's like, no, no, we're, I got a leprechaun. She's like, you're drunk again. And uh, (laughs) apparently he did end up 
finding the leprechaun's gold and they're rich and he's got the gold and he's hid the gold and she's in the house making tea and she hears like a little kid from his suitcase like a, a young female child and she's like oh my gosh what's in here and of course it's a leprechaun he hops out kills her she falls down the well he pushes her down the stairs dead lady the guy comes back and he traps him in a box he puts a four-leaf clover on top which is apparently like leprechaun kryptonite in these movies um and so he's trapped in this box forever but the guy ends up having a heart attack and dying and so years later the house gets sold and they have oh what is her name she's very very famous and she this is like one of her first ish movies and uh, um just seeing her in this b horror movie is absolutely hilarious somebody do the google for me i'm looking but, but it's her and then like she's all like oh my god i don't like this place it has like bugs and things and i want to go shopping at the mall where i can get a this dasani water and like she's really bougie jennifer, jennifer aniston <laughs> Oh my. And then she she comes in and she's hmm. like, I hate this place. And then there's a hot guy who's painting. And she's like, never mind, I'm staying. Uh, because there's a hot guy who's a painter. And uh, he has two people that work with. It's like three guys at a truck. But the entire thing is they get stuck in this house. And the leprechaun's like, give me my gold. But like one of the painters had eaten a piece of the gold. <laughs> so they can't give yes, you do. How do you How do you eat Wait, he was uh that character was made to be like he was um maybe a little mentally handicapped. Okay. Uh, and like one of the things that the one of the painters is a young boy and they made this very big deal about the young boy like saying, "Well, now that we've got this gold, we could pay uh for them to fix your brain so people stop making fun of you behind your back." <sighs> and oh, yeah, it's very much a product of its time yeah. when it comes to stuff like that in the movie. Uh, but it was cute in certain parts. They actually were presented things like that for the, for its time very well. Uh, other parts, you're just like, okay, maybe not so much. <laughs> like at one point, the the hot painter guy's eating, and he looks up at the chick, and he's like, "You're too skinny. Here, eat some of this meatloaf." <laughs> and I was just like, "No, <laughs> bad." <laughs> So once again, product of its time, but yeah, uh, pieces of it were cute. Like they did get the whole leprechaun was a cobbler. He could not leave without having to shine their shoes. Um, okay. They brought in the four leaf clover and like the leprechaun. It was this ah, clover. And, um, it was fun. It was a fun blast from the past. I was laugh so about the clover thing because it's, there's not, the symbol of Ireland is not the clover as the shamrock. <laughs> As a shamrock, yeah. which is a completely different plant, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> people don't realize that though. They think that a shamrock and a four-leaf clover are the same thing. No. Now, something interesting because when we were like, when you asked us to Google the the uh, famous Jennifer actress, Anderson. yeah, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston, Anderson. What did that? What the? Jen is? At, at Atlas can at mm. at but have yeah. <laughs> So the one that popped up that was interesting to me was iced tea. And I seem to recall that there was a thank uh, you uh, oh, in, the, in hood. the hood. 
And yes. was he um his character's name was Mac Daddy and he was like, the main was he was the main character? When I say oh this God. franchise, we have actually talked about doing a deep dive on this franchise, but um I oh, suppose I need to eight, watch this. Oh eight films. Eight. I really want to go back and watch oh, all the wow. I'm pretty sure there's but a leprechaun know. in the hood too. What? Okay. Yes. All I can say is good on Warwick Davis for the continued work. He's a brilliant actor, so oh. good on him for that. <laughs> is he? Is he the character? Is he the person who plays the leprechaun character? Mm-hmm. I, I did. Okay, so Warwick Willow Davis, himself. Yeah, Willow. Um, Willow himself. And I do know that there was a new Willow series that recently mm-hmm. came out that he mm-hmm. was in. But um, I was, for some reason, thinking there was like multiple uh, people that. There you go, Leprechaun back to the hood. Why? All right. Oh, okay. I love it. I love it. There, now I'm I'm amused by this because there are all kinds of in the hood style, and and of course, mm. you know we're we're in an environment that um, I love to go see these movies. I really do. Um, there's an Amityville in the hood. There's a um, really? oh my god, yes. I know. So I really want to go. I really want to watch Leprechaun because I remember that one. I do. I love that movie. I freely admit to loving some of the worst horror movies of all time. I just love oh, I them. Do. They're fantastic. The more awful, the better. I just love them. That's actually something that's happening in my house. Um, both of my daughters being back at in my house at the moment, they are enjoying kind of having a moment where they can sit down and watch God awful horror movies in Fortnite. Oh, in space. That's in space. Who even knew that existed? I, I did. I, I love it. the Amityville franchise <laughs> so much. She's like, I knew. I know. I, I'm like, I love. I love the actual. We're gonna have to deep dive Amityville sometime. Have we? We haven't done there's that yet, lot. have we? No, there's a lot that one could get into with that. So oh, I agree. That yeah. would be fantastic. So many things you could get into with that. It's another can... one of those bizarre supernatural or not supernatural. There's so many different angles you could take with Amityville in general. Yes, and what it's gone original... from there. I mean, the original story was one thing, but then you've got the books and you've got the movies and you've got the movies based on the books and based on, based on, based on. It's, it's almost like watching a mimeograph go over and over and over. Carbon copy go over and over and over. God, I sound old. I said mimeograph. <laughs> because um with that one the original the original true crime is what fascinates me the most about Mm amy because we recognize it as being i know i'm totally off topic at the moment but we'll swing back around we got i don't know where the hell we came you know spine hood in the space Mm. in amityville but um the true crime aspect is the one thing that just really not so much the the haunting aspect of it i mean that was fascinating and i think that's was my first introduction to amityville was reading that book when i was probably like seven or eight years old yeah um oops no it wasn't um it was creepy it wasn't that bad um but uh, i mean i was absolutely just fascinated fascinated by it but once i learned of the true there it is there you go there it is they have to have one in the hood (laughs) and that's that's the one i want to go watch that that's Mm -hmm. the one i want to watch now so so we'll have to cover Amityville at some point, but I think we should also cover in general just how horrific Celtic myths are. 
There's oh so many, and none of them are nice. You mentioned the the leprechaun making the sound of a wee child. That's actually not that shocking. There are multiple wee beasties within the Celtic mythology that either literally take the place of someone's child and pretend to be its child or will make sounds off. Oh, there's the changeling. If you've ever heard the phrase changeling, that Mm. actually comes from Irish mythology. What would happen is suddenly out of the blue, your child, you're usually a child, but sometimes an adult would just stop being themselves. You would change their personalities would be different. Their likes and dislikes would suddenly change out of the blue and suddenly the thought was well obviously they've been replaced by a changeling and people would uh, some of it can be attributed frighteningly enough to things like postpartum depression because first-time mothers would see that well this child won't feed properly or this child cries all the time it must be a changeling and there were actually documented situations where mothers would put their children out on the moors leave them there alone hoping that the she would come and take the fairy child and give them back their own. Um, there's actually a, uh, there's a movie called The Changeling that has mm-hmm. uh, Angelina Jolie in it. And it is a case where she is basically been returned her child. And she is being, yes, not she's that. basically saying that this is not, this is not my child. That's actually um, a good movie. I've seen that one. It's a nice film. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing, um, when you talk about children with, leprechauns one of the more darker stories is that actually leprechauns still and eat mm. children mm-hmm. um and that was actually pretty shocking to me um just because i mean we like i said earlier we always think of them as more benevolent mischievous creatures we don't think about the true horror of what these creatures can do Mm. They would steal them and eat them. They would steal them and take them back to their fairy mound and they would live as fairy for the rest of their lives. Mm. That was the most common one of most of the stories involved a child being taken by the she of some sort, often a leprechaun or some other fairy. And their only purpose was to take the child and raise it as a fairy and it would live with them for the Tuatha de Dan and for the rest of their lives. It was a real fear that your child could be kidnapped by the Fae if they didn't do this or they didn't do that. I mean, it goes back to the Wisps. I have to mention the Wisps. We're going to follow them. You don't, you don't follow them. As if you do, you go out into the peat bogs. And in reality, what would happen is you'd sink in and die. But, you know, what people thought was that the Fae would take you if you went out into the moors or out into the peat bogs and following the Wisps of one form or another, you would be taken for good. When you, when you start thinking about the whole taking of children, I can't help but go back to Labyrinth. Um, because, I mean, that's mm. the whole... And then, you know, you, she does have the one... Um, he is, I think, a, an elf. Or What is... what is? I uh, don't know what... A uh, hoggle. That's hog, the character's yeah, name. Yeah, hoggle. Yeah. I don't know why he is. He's a bit of a... I'm not sure why he is, but he's got a look of an elf. He's got a look of a dwarf. He's sort of a like a giant leprechaun almost, but yeah, you know, he has that sort of trollish look to him mm-hmm. and he's helpful, but not. So that's sort of fitting, really. I always thought that the labyrinth felt like a very Celtic story. It's got that feeling of a child being taken, which yes. is the vast majority of the stories began with just that a child has been taken. I have, I love the fact that the vast majority of the Celtic storylines are horrible. <laughs> it 
fits. It's like Grimm's fairy tales. It is so much like Grimm's fairy tales, or a lot of the old style fairy tales. They're not nice. They're not Disney. They're terrible things, and you don't want to have anything to do with them. If, if it were possible, you must stay away. There are so many traditions, like I said, of leaving bits of cream out or having sacrifices to this or that little fairy creature. Just wait to leave you alone. That's all you want. You don't want to make deals with it for all of it. No, you don't want to make deals. You don't want to try to take things from it. The best you can do is make it leave you alone. Well, in a lot of the fairy tales, especially the early fairy tales where um, children were um, either taken or they were tricked or they were eaten, a lot of those are uh, behavior else stories. They are mm. um, they're, they're morality plays. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm over here. Things... Oh, God. No, go ahead. You're fine. Go ahead. Oh. I'm over here coming up with like alternate reasons in my head as to why this stuff could have been explained. So I'm like, okay, listen up guys. Okay. Wisps. There's wisps. There's lights out in the thing. And if you follow the lights, then you disappear. Now hear me out. Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're from the U S so that's how we think that either. Yeah. Yeah, Don't follow that either. There's also highwaymen, highwaymen who had lanterns Mm -hmm. out in the darkness because there were no lights. So there were high women who would have lights out in the darkness. And if you want to follow after them, you would be hijacked or killed and all your possessions stolen. There's... Well, it is, we have Americanized versions of that as well. I mean, if you think about it, um, where you talk about the wisps and following like fairy style lights and stuff like that, we have um, spectral lights that mm-hmm. people see in different areas. A lot of times those are associated with mountainous ranges. Um, Appala- One of the things that we really need to talk about is Appalachian um mountains and and the things that are the the, oh because i mean everything everything Mm -hmm. um but yes but and and i feel like a lot of the appalachian mountain lore probably coincides deeper with celtic lore Um, well there's a reason for that as well Mm -hmm. because a huge portion of the people that live there are descendants of Celts of one form or another. They're either Irish or Scottish. Because quite a lot of the people came there, saw these beautiful rolling hills, they saw flat lands, they saw greenery, and they said, this looks like home. And they stayed. So there's quite a lot of them that are of Celtic and Irish, Welsh, Scottish descent. of. of. So it makes sense that a lot of their stories would be based in such a thing. It's like bluegrass music floats back to a lot of Celtic music. So yep. it makes sense. Yes, it it's, yep. We have beautiful interweaving of humanity. That's one of the things I love about this country is the amazing mixture and new and old and everything just becomes its own creature. But it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I'd, I'd be fascinated to learn more about that. I freely admit that I know very little, but I'd love to find out more about it. Well, there are sites that you can find all over, like uh, TikTok pages and all kinds of things that you can find that have all kinds of Appalachian. Um, I love to read uh, like all about Appalachian witches. Um, It's very fascinating to me because it sounds a lot of those tales and those myths and those um, that lure that that information is very much in the vein of what I grew up with. I mean, it's very superstitious, very, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I love it. And I'm like, ooh, there's basis in what my mother and my grandmother were telling me. And now I understand it a little bit more. So I absolutely well, adore it. 
you'll see stars even still on people's barns out in up in the Appalachian mountains. And that's one of those things is a, they're very, um, what's the word I'm looking for, I guess, superstitious people. So they put stars over their barns and everybody thinks it's like, Oh, it's a decorative, but it, actually it's to steer away like witches and things of sorts up there. So. Oh, like a hex mark. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, it's like cool. something where they don't. Yeah. So nice. it, it'll be like decorative. It'll look like mm -hmm. a nautical star or something, but in reality, it's not supposed to be for decoration. It's supposed to have that kind of like a protection. Mm -hmm. They almost exactly. look like quilt designs. Um, a lot I've of seen that I've some seen. of those. Yeah. They're, that's, they're absolutely yeah, that's gorgeous. Why that's part of it. I've seen now, those. One of the things that I found that was interesting, and I, I was wanting to ask you about this, um, and I only found this in one location that was talking about leprechauns having different clans, that there were actually five clans of leprechauns. Um, I know I'm going to say all of these wrong, but there was um, Leinster, L-E-I-N-S-T-E-R uh, -E leprechauns, which Leinster. closely... Linster, thank you, which closely fits with the popular notion that they were little fellows, they're dressed very flamboyant, um, and they're extroverted. Um, they were very keen on honey. Um, Ulster, which is the shorter leprechauns, um, they are known to actually wear high heels, pointy hats, um, to try to make themselves look bigger. Um, <laughs> you do not want to point out that they are they're short because they don't like that and they have a tendency to get a bit mischievous with it. Ulster was Me? the seat of power in Ireland, so that makes sense. They'd be the politicians. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> There's another um Meath, M-E-A-T-H, um, which are known for diplomacy. Whereas this might be in some areas a good trait. Um it was not always his best because he would use hundreds of words to say things that only needed 10. Um, so he kind of, like me, like to over-elaborate. Um, now this one, I know I'm going to uh, mispronounce. C-O-N-N-A-U-G-H, Connacht? Connacht. Okay. Connacht. Um, and he is industrious. Uh, this chat takes to takes everything just a bit too seriously. They're supposed to be great inventors, great philosophers, um, and the most reclusive of the five. And you're very unlikely to ever find him. Um, and Munster, and the only thing I'm like, he's a cheese leprechaun. No, um, he is the wild partying leprechaun. Um, he is the one. He's uh, legendary drinking. When he's sober, he has the sweetest tongue. But when he is drunk. He is mean as hell. That's basically how he's described. I'm like, I need, I'm a monster. I need someone out there to take those descriptions of the five different clans of the leprechauns and to create a live role-playing game, kind of in the style of Vampire the Masquerade, but with the five different leprechaun clans because it's straight up it was like, okay, so that one's that one's Bruja. Okay, yeah. What's that one? That one. I love that you're replacing them. Oh my god, I love that you're replacing them. Well, it, I hadn't heard that, I must admit. I didn't know about that. But then again, I'm, my mom's Irish and Scottish, so it doesn't always overlap. But I do know enough to know that each one of those is a place in oh. Ireland. Uh, and each of them as, uh, at one point in time, um, a seat of power. So uh, like Munster uh, was known as the, the land of the King of Kings. Ulster tends to be the uh, the politicians, the the high kings, the more posh, I suppose you should say. 
So that makes sense. I mean, and one thing I will say for all Celts all over the world is that they do love to split themselves up into clans and fight with each other. So that makes sense. That's not at all shocking. I only that, saw that it came in across the pond too. <laughs> the Hatfields and McCoys, like that didn't mm-hmm. stop over there. No, no, that crossed over here as well. So, although we are not live, I am seeing that we have a ticker which tells us that we are at the top of the hour. Just, um, I know that there's Lauren. Sorry, I just wanted to ask Magda. You did mm-hmm. the research. You have the notes. Was there anything that you in your notes? That's that right. you didn't get to say yet that you wanted to because I just, I I hate it when I have notes and then I didn't get to something and I'm like oh I forgot I to mention blah uh, no I between the questions that you asked and the things that I wrote down I got the the vast majority of the things out amazingly enough oh, <laughs> wow. shockingly the perfect show <laughs> should, should I read the ticker if you love our shows contribute at buymeacoffee.com/cerealboxpod if you hate our shows contribute generously so that we can make improvements for you <laughs> buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod mm. we'll put that in file 13 in the- <laughs> <laughs> no we, we we actually do we do try to listen to um when our when we interact with fans when we see comments we do try to take that information to heart and we try to adapt and change and it's amazing when i look at our original shows where we were and where we are now um i know that we've tried many things it's like hey let's try this out and see if this works nope that didn't work but um <laughs> anyway for some reason i don't know why the goat's stuck i am so sorry <laughs> we love the goat. so sorry lovely. of all the things that it's Our friend, like friend. i love it's a, a love relationship with the goat Mm-hmm. Every time I, I know it's coming, and every time I'm just like, oh my god, the goat. Not the goat. <laughs> Anything but the goat. All right. So this is not a live show. So we're gonna close it by saying cut. <laughs> and good night. Oh. oh. How do we usually close our show? This just mm. bullshitting at the end. Um somebody I knew usually, something to uh, say. My brain just went dead. That's all, folks. Pleasant screams. Why the hell did?